This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Welcome to Plated Earth, where we share at least a fraction of the crazy, wonderful, and insightful stories of produce. I'm your host, JJ. Plated Earth is also the official podcast of the Specialty Produce app. Please share your support for us and Specialty Produce by downloading the app and exploring one of the globe's most comprehensive fresh food databases. So what's on our plate today? Today we are sharing the story of mangoes. gentlemen welcome to the main event in this corner our topic from last week coming to us from southeast asia and weighing in at four pounds durian and in this corner coming from india and weighing in at one and a half pounds the contender mangoes what are they fighting for the championship title king of fruits Okay, so they both actually earned that title in different parts of the world. As we learned last week, durian is often hailed as king of fruits throughout Southeast Asia, while mangoes have also been bestowed with that moniker in India. So let's get to know this challenger. First of all, mangoes are not only contending for the title as king, but also for being one of the most widely consumed fruits in the world. There are hundreds of varieties of mangoes, which are a member of the cashew family. Yep, same family as both cashews and pistachios. Mangoes are botanically called Mangifera indica, which means an Indian plant bearing mangoes. Nice and straightforward. The mango is classified as a droop, a.k.a. stone fruit. This category includes fruit that has an outer skin, edible flesh, and a central pit or stone that encloses a single seed. Other familiar droops include plums, cherries, and peaches. Mangoes have leathery, smooth skin, and they can vary in shape from long and slender to kidney-shaped or even somewhat round. Fun side note, the paisley pattern, which was developed in India, is based on the shape of the mango. Their skin is multicolored with different blends of red, yellow, and green, depending on the variety. For some, the fruits that hang on the tree in the sunlight tend to be brighter and develop more of a red blush than those inside the cover of the canopy. The skin of a mango is inedible and actually contains a sap that can be irritating to some people. Not too surprising when you realize that mangoes are in the same family as poison sumac and poison ivy, and they contain the same itchy chemical, urushiol, in their skin that is famous for giving those other plants their poison designation. However, it's a small amount, and different people will have different reactions or no reaction at all to contact. Mangoes range greatly in size, anywhere from 5 to 30 centimeters in length, and weighing from 4 ounces up to 5 pounds. Their succulent, vibrant, yellow to orange flesh is aromatic and juicy, with a texture similar to a peach. Their flavor is complex and sweet, with similar notes of peaches and coconuts, hints of vanilla or caramel, and sometimes balanced with a tinge of tartness. There are two races or strains of mangoes, one from India and the other from the Philippines and Southeast Asia. The Indian strain bears monoembryonic or single embryo fruit. Varieties of this strain tend to be more oval in shape and are reddish-green in color. The Philippine strain bears polyembryonic or multiple embryo fruit, and the varieties of this strain are pale green or yellow with an elongated kidney shape. 
Mango trees thrive in tropical and subtropical climates, essentially in frost-free conditions. This evergreen is long-lived, with some trees known to be over 300 years old and still producing fruit. It takes about four months for a mango fruit to mature on the tree, and each fruit is then harvested by hand. Like I said, there are hundreds of mango varieties around the world, with about 1,000 in India alone, each with their own unique flavor or characteristics, although only a few are marketed in the U.S. P.S. You can explore some of the mango varieties on the Specialty Produce app and website, so be sure to check that out. One variety you're sure to hear about is the Alfonso mango, known as the king of mangoes in India. The Alfonso is highly prized for its sweetness, and not just in India. It's their most widely exported variety. It is highly sought after in the U.K. during its brief season in the summer. Part of the reason why mango lovers rejoiced in January 2015, when the seven-month-long ban on mango imports from India due to fruit flies, was finally lifted. Let's jump back even further in the mango's history. The mango is native to southern Asia, especially Burma and eastern India, where it has been cultivated for thousands of years. The earliest mention of mango is in the Hindu scripture dating back to 4000 BCE, though fossil evidence indicates that the mango might actually be more than 20 million years older than that. Historians believe that mangoes spread across the globe in the hands of traders and travelers, seeing as the seed is too big to have traveled on its own via wind or water. Buddhist monks brought mangoes to parts of eastern Asia and the Malay Peninsula in the 4th and 5th centuries BCE. With the rise of Buddhism, mangoes came to represent faith and prosperity, as there were numerous legends about Buddha resting under mango trees. The fruit was exchanged as a gift among Buddhist leaders and could even be used as a negotiation tool. Hence, the monks took mangoes wherever they went, helping to spread and popularize the fruit early on. Persian vendors took mangoes to East Africa and the Middle East in the 10th century CE. And by the 14th century, cultivation of mangoes began moving westward with the spice trade. The fruit was also first recorded in Europe in the 14th century, although it didn't garner the same popularity as it had established in the more tropical countries. To this day, although mangoes are one of the top food crops in the world, they're still somewhat obscure in Europe. The Portuguese were the first to establish a mango trade. They landed in Calcutta in 1498 and quickly fell in love with the fruit. They introduced grafting on mango trees to produce some amazing varieties. Remember the Alfonso mango? That variety is named for Alfonso de Albuquerque, a Portuguese noble and military man who helped to establish the Portuguese colony in India. The Portuguese were actually the ones to introduce the fruit to the world as mango. This name originated from the Malayalam word manga and the Tamil word mangai. During the 16th and 17th centuries, seafaring Portuguese explorers brought the mango to Western Africa and eventually to Brazil. From there, the fruit made its way to the West Indies, first planted in Barbados circa 1742. It reached Mexico in the hands of Spanish explorers in the early 19th century, and finally made its way to the U.S. in the mid-19th century, southern Florida first, then southern California toward the end of the century. Both states still commercially grow mangoes to this day. The Keat mango, which originated in Florida, has proven to be a successful cultivar in California's Coachella Valley as well, and is one of the largest cultivars on the domestic market. Today, mangoes grow in tropical and subtropical climates all over the world, with imports to the U.S. coming primarily from Brazil, Mexico, Ecuador, Guatemala, and Peru. As the mango adapted to its new homes around the globe, new varieties evolved and new nicknames were awarded, from the title we already know, King of Fruit, to Apple of the Tropics, and even Fruit of the Gods. Wow, is that checkmate durian? I suppose it's really up to each individual to decide which tropical fruit they most enjoy. Well, how should we enjoy mangoes? 
fresh and raw, of course, though they can also be used in cooked applications. Mango is a staple ingredient in cuisines in areas where it is grown, from Southeast Asia to South America. Mangoes are a popular ingredient for fresh salsas and chutneys, often served atop seafood, and they are widely used in desserts and baked goods. They can flavor ice cream and gelato, and be blended or juiced for smoothies and other drinks. In India, mango is pureed and mixed with milk or cream, and used as a dipping sauce for a type of baked pastry, similar to a donut hole or fritter. In Thailand, mango is used for mango sticky rice, a traditional dessert made with rice, fresh mango, and coconut milk. Mango can also be sliced and dried for a natural sweet snack. The sweet tart flavor of mangoes complements rich, creamy cheeses, including cheesecake, and it also balances the heat of smoky dishes and is often paired with jalapeno or chili. Mango also pairs well with other tropical fruits, apples, berries, citrus, melon, and coconut, as well as flavors like vanilla, cinnamon, and caramel. Mangoes are a good source of fiber, vitamin A, vitamin C, and potassium. They also contain natural enzymes that assist in breaking down proteins, and hence are often used in marinades to tenderize meats like pork. Note that the skin of a mango doesn't always indicate ripeness, due to the variations in color among the different varieties. How do you test ripeness? Just like an avocado, a ripe mango will give slightly to pressure. Mangoes that are still firm will continue to ripen if stored at room temperature. Once fully ripe, mangoes can be stored in the refrigerator for about five days. So not only is mango delicious, nutritious, and highly prized, but it is also prominent in both folklore and theology, and has been an integral part of India's culture for at least 4,000 years. Mango has long been a symbol of love, pleasure, and prosperity. In Hinduism, the god of love, Kama, decorates his bow and arrow with five flowers, one of them, the mango blossom. In ancient holy books from India, the mango tree is called Kalpavriksha, which is Sanskrit for wish-granting tree, and Buddha was said to have meditated in its shade. Mangoes are also mentioned in the Ramayana, one of India's most legendary Sanskrit epic poems that tells the tale of Prince Rama and his journey to rescue his beloved wife from the demon king, Ravana. Wondering what other legends surround this much-loved fruit? Tune in next week for the food fable to find out. Well, folks, that concludes this week's episode. Be sure to follow at Specially Produce App on Instagram for some amazing produce photos. And while you're on there, give us a follow at Plated Earth. As always, you can find more information, recipe ideas, and local market shares on the Specialty Produce app. Tune in next time for more food fables. And remember, cauliflower is nothing but a cabbage with a college education. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.